Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the shit we talk about in the order we talk about it. I'm Tom Zalatna. I'm Simon Peltier. I'm Tim. Hi, how's it going? Hey, it's it's been a while. We haven't been the three of us in several weeks. Has it? Has, it's definitely been more than a month. It's, has it? Since all three uh, of us, probably, yeah. Okay, so when, when, it was you and me, Tom, Tom and me last week. Yeah. Tom and me also the week before? No, no you, Simon, you two. Simon and me the Simon week before. And, and then it was Tom us. Tom and me the week before that. No, it was us and your brother the week before Oh, uh, yeah, but all of us. us but it was all of us and, and Tommy. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of counting that. Just the three of us has been five weeks, That's I guess. true. Just wow. the three of us has been some time. Wow. Just the three of us. So oh, guys, it's just the three of us tonight. How's life? It's just the three of us. Ugh. My life's pretty good, except that like just before you guys got here, I dealt with this giant spider that was in my house. Ooh, a giant spider. Ooh. Yeah. So there was this like large, it was like a quarter size spider that had been hanging out in the window in the studio. Not even a full like, size spider. It's just quarter size. The that's size kinda, of a quarter. That's, that's right. Qu- quarter oh, the size of a spider. No. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was just it was on the outside of the window since like August. Like you'd seen it in my Snapchats and you'd seen it in person and you might have seen it in person. I'm pretty sure you referenced yeah. this spider in the podcast before. Yeah. So it oh, finally yeah. came indoors, which I wasn't okay with. So I, I caught it under a cup and did the paper thing and screamed like a little girl and brought it outside and and then came back inside and took a, a shower. Hold on. Did the paper thing? What do you mean did the paper thing? You know, you, you put the cup over the spider. You slide a paper under the cup so that oh. the spider is like contained so you and don't when, have to touch it. And when you say that you brought it outside, do you mean that you brought it like to the outdoors or just like outside of your front door? Like I brought it outdoors. I, I brought, oh, okay. I brought it down to the curb and threw it in a pile of leaves and left the paper in the cup there. And <laughs> Wait, so the spider is still alive? Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to kill it. Well, you know that spiders have a homing signal, right? They're gonna he's just gonna come right back to that spot. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, how was your week? My week was good. Yeah. We uh, started rehearsal for the play that I'm in and that's been fun. Ooh, what when play? is it? What is it? All right. Well it? I'm in. Uh, I don't know if you guys Who are, are you? Why are you on my podcast? I'll get there. Who Kay. wrote it? Uh, so I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, some people have, but I definitely not everybody. Well, not yet. Cause you haven't told us. It's Silly called, Simon. uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream written Whoa. by a certain fellow by the name of William Shakespeare. A Midsummer's height. Billy, Billy as I call him. A mid, a bridge drummer's flight dream. A kid That's plumber's exactly flight it. theme. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's cool. the one with the king of the fairies and the queen of the fairies. So you're, who are you? Are you Malvolio? That's that's the wrong play. Are, are you, you King Lear? Are you the, the king of the fairies? My, king Lear is in the play King Lear. Are you Brothello? No. I see. I'm uh, I'm Aegeus. 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 Named for the A G and C? No, different guy. That's hmm. my favorite. Similar. Those are my favorite three letters: A G and C. They can spell gack. Uh, <laughs> wait. So or who tag. is? So who's a? Uh, so if you're if you're familiar with the plot. That was a slow clap for Tim. Thanks. Yeah, we we, we heard it, Tom. It's yeah. uh yeah. It was added in post. <laughs> so um if if you're familiar with the plot of the Midsummer Night's Dream, mm-hmm. it's part of it is about these four lovers. Yep. By the names of Hermia, Lysander, Helena, and Demetrius. Okay. None and of those were the name you said. No. Okay. Aegeus is Hermia's father. Hermia's father. Hermia is in love with Lysander, and Lysander is also in love with Hermia. 
Well, who isn't? Uh, Helena. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Sure? So Demetrius. <coughs> what is about all- the slash fiction parody? Demetrius is also in love with Hermia, and Aegeus wants Hermia to marry Demetrius, but Hermia doesn't want that. So who's Oberon in love with? Hope Oberon is. Uh, well, it's a little complicated. It depends on which, like, uh, depends on the production. So Oberon is in love with Titania, who is the queen of the fairies. But it's hinted a couple times that uh, the king and queen of the fairies have slept with a queen and king, uh, or the duchess and duke, respectively, of Athens. Oh, okay. Well, that's better than the king and queen However, of England, because that would have been awkward. In in certain productions, uh, Oberon also plays the duke. And Titania also plays the Duchess. Okay. Oh, interesting. Who are completely different characters, but in a lot of it is very common for them to be played by the same people. In our case, they're not. Fair enough. But I was yeah, I was Titania once in high school. Were you? I was yeah. actually Puck once in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I did just like the closing monologue, but I don't know. I think I was good. I, I was like, uh, if I was we crazy, but offend, think but this, and all shall be mended. Yeah, but we shadows have offended. You're kind of puck like that. You have but slumbered here while these visions did appear, and this weakened, failing theme. No more waking, but a dream. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, Tim, I think you'd make a great puck. I would love to put you on the ice and just smack you. Well, thank you, sir. I've been contemplating doing a spinoff called Lysander's Lies and Lysol, featuring Lysander, <laughs> um, just lying in Lysol and talking about things that aren't true. You know, you should submit that as a fringe show. I found out this week that it's really easy to submit something as a fringe show. I am not yeah, surprised. You pay like a small amount of money mm-hmm. and then you enter into a lottery. And then if you get picked from the lottery, you get your show, whether it's bad or not. Wow, really? Yep. So there's like, there's, mm-hmm. there's no vetting process at all? I don't think uh, so. I'm, I'm not sure. I feel like there's not really. Like you can I have don't think like so. just a I've seen fuck. some really god awful uh, fringe festivals, but also, or fringe shows, but also there are some fringe shows that like aren't even written by the time they're submitted. They're just uh, like, yeah, we 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 have this idea. Yeah. Right. Well, I and, guess the, I guess yeah. there has to be something like that because if it's if you're too bad to perform at the fringe, then where can you perform? Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I I'm of the opinion that you shouldn't perform at all. But then you're not then the fringe isn't really the fringe, it's the mainstream or at least the hmm. the fringy mainstream. It's like yeah. the the shallow shallow fringe. Well, the lines between between, you know, mainstream and alternative are blurry yeah but like the lines like between, what is like, what is what is alternative to one person can be mainstream for the other and vice versa right like if you go to the centaur there are two <clears throat> stages there's a big stage and the small stage and if you're on this like to people who like have season passes for the centaur and they always go to see the big stage productions when they see the productions at the small stage they can be like oh look at this really cool alternative like play but then for people who are used to pre- presenting in like the main line and like tiny you know tiny tiny venues then when they go to the to the centaur small stage they're like it's the centaur it's so great right. but in in reality if you're if you're if you're on the cent if centaur is like pretty mainstream compared to say a one-man show of a guy like getting naked and playing a violin i've seen that show yeah i'm not i don't doubt it it was pretty good but like you sh- there should be Thanks. a place there should be a place for that guy to perform that show right and it's illegal to just perform yeah. it out on the street so he'd better have the fringe well yeah i guess <laughs> But it's interesting because, like, after you win the lottery, you still have to pay them, like, 600 bucks or something, right? Like, it's... Yeah. Oh, maybe. Well, that's how they make their money, right? Because they don't make money by the amount of people that come to a show like that. Yeah. Right. Are you potentially in any fringe shows? Potentially. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know that it it, uh, will be done. Nod or shake your head. 
tell me with your eyes. Whoa, nice. Nice. Really? Cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Should be really okay. fun. Of Mice and Men the musical. <laughs> <laughs> You're going, for, going for the Tony there, eh? Lenny, what are you doing with that dog? Oh, I like to tend the rabbits. <laughs> They're so very soft. Lenny, why did you kill her? Oops. <laughs> the end. Uh, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> well... The best laid plans of fringe yeah. festivals and musical writers. The nest laid eggs of men's and break. The what nest, about you, the Tim? The Nestle Cadbury egg crush. What about you, Tim? I'm How's doing good. Week? How was I, your week? Tell me about your week. Your my week. week. How was your week? My week in the knees. Your week. How was your week in the news? Uh, <laughs> um, my, my week has been really good, actually. I got my computer back online after like three months because my uh, my SSD drive died and... Oh. Like like a long like a while ago, and I've been working with my laptop this whole time recording music. But my music productions are complicated enough that they don't generally do well on my laptop. It crashes yeah. and stuff. So it's good to have Shit. that back and running. And it was super easy. It's this company called Mushkin, which you would think is like you know European or something, but no, they're based in Texas. And it was this this very nice. Are you sure it's not Mushkin? Mushkin. They they say it when you when you uh, call their their helpline. They say welcome to Mushkin. Weird, huh? Yeah, and it's all—they it, only have like one tech support lady, and she's this really fr- friendly, like Southern accent lady, and she's she's really helpful. So I called well, them. Hi like, there, Mister Tim Blaze. Yeah, How pretty you much, Mister Tim. It's real great to hear you from you again. We'll get your order right through right now. You know, great. so like, yeah, if, I waited for like a couple of months because I was like, oh, this is gonna be like this super big company, and it's gonna be super stressful. And I need a lot of time, and then I just called them, and it was like her being like, okay, yeah, we can do this. <laughs> I re- yeah, I, I really like when you call a company and it's just a person who goes, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And hey. so like I got my I asked them to because I, I was trying to send back the original, but I got them to do like an advanced return. So wait, so you sent your disc over. So to- they they tur- they send me a new disc and yeah. they put a hold on my credit card and then uh. I send them back my bad disc in the packaging that they sent me, which is useful because I don't have any packaging. And then. They uh, take the hold off my credit card, and it all huh. works out. Oh, okay. So that if you yeah. don't send them the old one, they yeah. can just charge you for the new. Exactly. One. Yeah. Okay. So good system. You should, cool. you should, Tom. You should maybe implement that in my life. Yeah, in your life. When people yeah. want to return things that you gave them that are broken, like hearts. Man. Yeah. Next time a girl breaks up with me, I'm gonna be like, okay, but you got to give me a new heart until I receive my old one back from you. <laughs> Right, and in, in the and, meantime, I'll just put this hard drive in me, and we'll see. <laughs> and I'll put a hold on your bank accounts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's kind of like how divorces work. <laughs> oh, too soon, <laughs> too soon. Uh, did you did you recently yeah. divorce Mr. Geller? Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, Geller. Yeah, like Geller. Ross from the Friends television oh, Ross program. Ross is Geller, eh? For some reason, yeah. you said Geller, and I immediately thought Geller girls, which is not a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Gilmore Girls <laughs> yes. or Helen Keller. Helen Geller. Oh, maybe that was his wife. No, we know who his no, wife was. No, no, Ellen. But, but they 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 made a joke in the first season about naming the baby Helen. And oh. He was like, no, no, yeah. Helen uh, Geller. Uh, I don't think so. Gellen. Yeah, Galen. I really like Van, Van six sexual miscreants in New York City. It's one of my favorite '90s sitcom <laughs> televisions. That's a good thing. It's almost like Sinky Boat, the great movie by <laughs> James Cameron. <laughs> oh man, do you guys know about uh, the the? It's called Titanic, The Legend Goes On, or The Legend Continues, or something. No. It's this Italian cartoon 
that was made like in response to the Titanic movie. Um, that's about the Titanic, but right. sort of. Uh, is it about like mermaids? No, no. It's like it's a bunch of stuff like leading up to it and during it, but it's all a right. cartoon version. Uh, and like all of the characters are actually just cells that were taken from old like Don Bluth cartoons and Disney cartoons. They're, wait, uh, cells? Like, what? So like when you do animation, you have cells that you use for the animation oh. process. So they this com- this Italian company just took those cells and like kind of repainted over them to make the characters look slightly different and used a bunch of people like like Speedy Gonzalez and <laughs> uh, the 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 dog from Lady and the Tramp. That's brilliant. Uh, the the crow from uh, Adventures of Nim or Tale of Nim or whatever Nim. <laughs> Secret Island. of Nim. So there you go. Uh, Nim's Island. <laughs> That's another movie, right? Nimrods I saw, Part I watched, Two. I watched Nim's Island way too many times, and none of them were intentional except the first one. Nim's Island <laughs> is not a thing. What are you talking about? Nim's Island was a movie from I think like the early to mid two thousands, really starring uh, Gerard Butler and Abigail Breslin okay. uh, about a young girl who lives on an island with her father and then her father gets swept away in a storm so she writes a letter to her favorite author who has like she she's afraid of going outdoors what is that agoraphobic Agor- uh, yeah yeah and, and then- so but this author also has hallucinations that the character she writes about who's played by Gerard Butler is like walking around with her and talking to her and taunting her and so okay. the author and-, and Gerard Butler go to the island to save the little girl Wow. And um, then the little girl gets cancer and falls in love with Ansel Elgort and then they both die beautifully and then Will Ferrell shows up and he's like, what? My life is this too? And then it's very confusing. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, no, so it's it's not like a great movie. It's just kind of a cutesy, feel-good like kids yeah. movie. But I watched it once in theaters intentionally because I okay. think I was like 12 or 13 and I was like, oh, this might be good. And it yeah, was okay. you do that. Yeah, and then... On a plane later that, like that following summer, I was on the way to BC and it was the only movie that was playing on the plane that I was like, not really, really not interested in. So I was like, okay, I'll just watch this again. And then when I got to BC, uh, my grandpa dragged me to like a movie in the park night kind of thing and didn't know what movie was going to be playing. And And it was fucking Nim's Island. Nim's Island. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, I've seen this twice. It's not bad. Who's Nim though? The little girl. Oh, okay. And then... On the way home, I shit you not, it was the movie on the flight on the way home, too. Wow, they don't really change the movie that often. I know. And so I watched about half of it and then was like, no, this is ridiculous. I can't watch this movie four times in a year. And so I switched over to the Food Network. Nice. That's how I watched The Devil Wears Prada. So I still don't know how that movie ends. Really? Because we landed like... 10 minutes before the last the, like Meryl Streep kills movie. herself. <clears throat> okay. Right. That's, and everybody I mean, she loves. That well, would that explains more, the Oscar. Like, okay, I was wondering. <laughs> that's a good movie. I've mm. never seen it. It's really good. Uh, mm. I've used to listen to the band, Devil Wears Prada. They were like an extreme hardcore Christian band. Yeah, oh, I remember them. The yeah. Panic Wears Disco. Yeah, the Panic Wears Disco. <laughs> hey Simon, do you have anything to talk about this week? I do actually. Oh yeah, cool. yeah. I'm uh, I'm bringing a little. I'm doing a little bit of a callback. A callback. A callback. Throwback Wednesday. To back of the call. I'm- Simon does a call back. Simon, you used to call me on my cell phone. Oh, you used to call me self. But oh. then you don't. Okay. So I believe it was actually our first show. Oh. Uh, when that I was talk- the one where we talked about teeth? No. Nope. No, it was the one where I talked about the antelopes. Oh, the, the saiga. The yeah, saiga that, that antelopes. That was at the beginning. <laughs> that was so the first one. So there's been uh, some development. Some dead, um, some more dead antelopes. So... What had happened was that uh, at the original count of them, something like eighty, they they estimated that something like eighty five thousand had just dropped dead in twenty four hours. This is in hours. Kazakhstan. Yeah, this is uh, around Kazakhstan. Yeah, and uh, so they estimated that about 
estimates uh, eighty five thousand, and then a later estimate said no, it's more like six, like between sixty and seventy thousand. Right. Uh, a new estimate has come out, and this is a much more accurate one. Five. It's uh two hundred and eleven thousand. Wow, I that have died. It is. It but is. They, that's weird because they when they were estimating eighty thousand, they said like eighty percent of all the saga <laughs> antelopes. So are there just twice yeah. more than twice as many antelopes <laughs> um, as they thought there were? I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. Like how they how they messed that up, and I I know that it was eighty percent of the antelopes in the region. Okay. Um, uh, and I then, guess maybe it's more widespread. Like if there's antelopes yeah. where there's no people, then how would you know? Exactly. Okay. So, uh, and, and it turns out it's something like 70% of all Saiga antelopes okay. um, have died. And they've started to come up with a theory as to why they may have died. They don't know for sure, but what they think is that it was, um, so they, they're migratory uh, animals. And what they think it was, was that where they had migrated, um, mm-hmm. there, like there was a, because of climate change, it was particularly rainy. Um, and they so they built up some extra some extra like winter uh, coat winter wear winter wear and then when they, when they came back jackets. and they lost it it, it was it was a large stress for them to lose all of that uh, all, all of that winter coat and so it made them a little made their immune system weaker and what they think it was was that pasturella which is a a uh, microbe a disease mm. a microbial disease was around and it just made them more vulnerable for it and then in 24 hours they were dead. Yeah, that's you what some die. of them think. So, yeah. uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty worrisome. Like there there's been like like the UN has been talking about it because it's l- like literally over two hundred thousand have died in twenty four hours, and they they're not actually well sure not why. this twenty four hours like twenty four hours way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's still a pretty big deal. And so uh, dying from pasturella, Ella, Ella, a a a dying from pasturella, Ella, Ella, a a. I think that's still too soon. I feel like Pasturella is like a young girl who lives with her stepmother on a dairy farm. <laughs> Makes sense. Or just like Louis Pasteur's daughter, who he never let out, and then he married a horrible woman, and yeah. Who's Louis Pasteur again? Louis Pasteur, he's the guy who... Uh, <clears throat> figured out how to pasteurize things. Yeah, he he basically invented germs, or like, he was like, yo guys, germs are a yeah. thing. Didn't wow. he like invent the microscope also? Uh, no, Galileo actually invented the, or invented no. a microscope. Like, oh, oh, did like he? he? Yeah, he reversed his telescope and made like a microscope type thing. Huh. But Pasteur used it a lot. Yeah, and he saw these yeah. little squiggly things moving around. And he was like, guys, we should uh, like not let these things get in us and kill us. He's he's also the one who realized that if you boil, um, I mean, if, if you boil milk, it'll kill the germs. So therefore, if you also boil water and boil other things, it'll kill the germs. Mm-hmm. Which is Fair why uh, you buy pasteurized milk. I don't buy milk, but hmm. you Got buy milk pasteurized milk i really don't you you do if we <laughs> if we tell you to man I, I was writing a parody about pasteur a while ago it was based on gaston from beauty and the beast but i never finished it oh man oh man uh, that would be so good yeah that'd be yeah. fun you get back to it yo. yeah yeah right dude yeah i i just i don't know what's going on but i've got like a sharp pain in my collarbone hmm? so uh-huh. that's in your something bone? i'm dealing with Hey, uh, I just remembered um, one of our Patreon patrons. Whoa, is it Patrick? Mm. It is Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. How's it going? I remembered your name. Our one Patreon patron. Our one patron. Really not hard to remember his name. Patrony. Porthos? Patrick, um, since he is our only patron, uh, Uh has has submitted a thing that he he would like us to to answer. A question, you might even say. Patrick, the sheepish Um, lion. 
So in order to thank Patrick for his overwhelming generosity. Yeah, thanks, Patrick. For supporting us for the month of November. We will do the thing. Um, no, this is Patrick. Patrick has asked, uh, what is your ideal mode of transport? My ideal mode of transport? Oh, and then man. he specified that it can be literally anything. Oh, tell us. So it could be saiga antelopes. Or it could be something that we I'd rather have. not because it might die at any time. True. Hmm. Like, I don't know. It's a toss up between apparition and just like human flight. Mm. Apparition meaning like teleporting? Not not teleporting, like magical, like essentially teleporting, but ma- by magic? Because, like like in the Harry Potters? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like because throwing, throwing you, some smoke into the like fire. A, it's like a loud... No, that's... Um, no, no, that's the flu network. That's the flu network. Apparition is just where you turn on your heel and disappear and appear in another spot with a loud bang. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't uh, it a, it's a loud crack? Whatever. Bang, crack, whiz, pop, whatever. It's a different sound. Rice Krispies. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like apparition over teleportation because teleportation, I'm worried about being disassembled and reformed as a clone of myself. Oh, okay. But in apparition, it's magic, so you don't have to worry about that. Well, like, that's that's... The that's how we figured out how to teleport. This like teleportation could be different, but the right. way that we figured out how to teleport right now is to disassemble you and then reassemble a copy of you. I always have liked the idea that like teleporting is actually just freezing time and walking at the same speed you normally do to a different spot and then unfreezing time. But then you would die sooner. Oh, that's well, the problem with in time the world's freezes. eyes. Yeah, like that's pro- true. like you you live the same amount, of, but like it's it's not helpful to you. You just mm. Like, you still have to take all the time to travel. Was there a character in Heroes who could freeze time? So, Hiro. Hiro Hiro Nakamura. Hiro Nakamura could do that, yeah. But he could also just straight up teleport if he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is it would be helpful in situations where you're, like, trying to catch the bus. And you're like, oh, if I teleport, that bus is still going to leave. But if I freeze time, I can just go be right where that bus is about to be. Well, the time freeze is often, like touted as the world's greatest like superpower like when you're thinking about like what one superpower would you have Mm -hmm. like time freeze as long as you can actually manipulate things yeah like if you you know if if the air molecules stop and you just get locked in then it's not particularly useful right but if you can like do that thing well actually it's very unuseful yeah but if you can do like if the the hero nakamura type stuff where like you know you can still breathe and you can still move around and like change things Mm -hmm. then like time freeze solves all like like most other things are very conspicuous. You're probably going to get like taken by the government mm-hmm. and forced to do a bunch of crazy stuff. But time, yeah. time freeze, no one ever knows, and just like everything goes your way all the time. Yeah. Well, actually, like like Hero has a little bit of that. Where like he, I, I think he doesn't actually stop time. He just slows it down a lot. Well, he he's weird because he teleports and he transports back in time and he does all bunch. Right. Of his but, power also evolves like from season to season. Like nobody <laughs> on that show could keep track of what anybody no. actually did. They True. just kept changing shit. Yeah. Except that guy who just flies. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the guy who just flies like stopped being able to fly eventually. What didn't he? Uh, Nathan. Oh man, Nathan Petrelli stops being able to fly at some point. <sighs> okay. Does the cheerleader ever have anything other than like I can heal myself? Uh, her- I think eventually her- they find out her blood can heal other people's wounds. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. even in first season, I think. Yeah. And then eventually she finds out that she can sing country music, so she goes and does that for like three and a half seasons before yeah. getting written off the show temporarily due to <laughs> postpartum depression. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Dear. I always yeah. figured oh. that that was how Nashville's she was getting go. real this year. 
I mean, they should have her in Nashville fall off like the top of the Grand Ole Opry. She actually was about to. Oh man! But, but then just like oh. wa- get up with all her bones broken and be like, I'm fine, guys. Oh and shit! Then that would have been so good. <laughs> yeah, at the end of at the end of last week's episode, actually, like before the mid season hiatus, she was about to like drunkenly commit suicide by jumping off the building, oh, and geez. someone else saw her do it and like came and caught her and threw her back onto the building and fell off the ledge himself. Wow! Still don't know if he's alive. Won't know for a couple. Was weeks. it? Was Should've. it one of the main characters? Uh, uh, it was an important guy. Was yeah, it yeah. Michelle Huseman? No, he okay, hasn't good. been around since a good. couple seasons ago. No, how quick yeah. was the internet to make "Save the Cheerleader, Save the World" memes out of that? Not very quick. No one watches Nashville except me. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, Simon, I, what's your ideal form of transport? Well, before that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, before that freezing think of, time think because about there's, there's this. Um, Poor Patrick. <laughs> There's um also side note, Simon has like a lock of hair that's sort of sticking up on the top of his head right oh, now. And it? he really looks like Jimmy Neutron. Just just saying. Oh man. Is it gone? I can no. kind of see it. It's like stuck in your headphones. Okay, there. Oh. It went away. There you go. Now it's so, just kind of dangling. Yeah. yeah. Um so there's there's this um uh short story written by Hemingway. No. Poe. Oh, I can't remember his Gandhi. name now. Jesus Christ. Spanish author. Um, That dude what wrote that book? Paulo Coelho. No. No, he's Brazilian. Cervantes. Portuguese, actually. Um, I thought he just wrote in Portuguese. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to look it up. It's not Cervantes. Um, That guy what wrote about windmills? Don Quixote. Oh, sorry. He's Argentinian. His name is Jorge Luis Borjas. Borjas. That's the okay. Borjas. Borjas. I'm not going to. Borjas. Borjas. From the television program about the Pope. That is no, the Pope. Different person. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway, so he has this, this story called uh, The Secret Miracle, where this, this guy is in prison and is about to get executed by the firing squad. And just and like he, he has this idea for a novel that he wanted to write, but never got around to. And just as the, as the, the executioners and the, the, the guys in the firing squad are, pull, like, pull the triggers, um, time stops just as the bullets are about to get to him. And it stops for I th- I think it says for like it time stops for a year which doesn't really make sense but like okay. to him it, a year has passed and it gives him time to finish the uh, the novel in his head oh. and then when he's finished the novel and has come to terms with it um, the time starts again and he dies but well, does he get to write the novel no it, he finishes it in his head that's I wow which that is why like it's, a, which is why it's the secret miracle it sounds like a really lonely existence. Wait, so the is the the entire novel or the entire story is like in his head while time has stopped? Yep. Interesting. Well, I like, like I mean, a, a if little you can bit, write it well. A little bit before. Right? Okay. Like he's being let up and attached and then I think I'd want to ride on like a like a horse. <laughs> it wouldn't be very efficient, but it'd be slightly better than walking. Okay, but why I, a horse? Like you've got every mythical creature slash dinosaur slash whatever. Why a horse? I just feel like that's it's more it's more likely to what happen. What about a, a Leopleurodon, Tom? A I, magical Leopleurodon? I don't care about those. What about? But also, like you wouldn't. I don't be, really care about horses either. You wouldn't be particularly bothered if you were ri- ri- like riding a horse, right? People would just go, "Oh, that's the weird guy on the horse." But if yeah. you had a dragon or a Pegasus, people would be like, "Let's see the dragon or the Pegasus." Yeah, right? that's it. Like you'd be bothered by a bunch of. Yeah, like I don't want I don't want to draw attention to myself. I just want to be. Oh, that's the horse guy. Okay, but the horse guy is gonna like still gonna draw attention. I, no. you know, what I actually you gotta, want. You gotta I go want, by the code of chivalry and all that, and it's just a mess. I want one of those. 
Like, you know those, those like, handless segues that everyone's got now on the Oh, the internet? hoverboards. No, they're yeah, not hover. They're, they're not really hover. They but just roll. People, people call them hoverboards. Yeah. That's silly, though. They have wheels. Called. They don't hover. But I want one of those. Yeah. They do look really cool. It'd be fun. I want one of those, but that can go, like, highway speeds. Like, that would mm. be fun. That'd be super dangerous. No, like, it's... Because they're, they're, like, they're auto-stabilizing, right? So you just... <laughs> they're auto-stabilizing, like, but, like... You, you don't have anything around you to protect you. It's like true. you ramp you up like the belt. speed and you also ramp up the ability of the gyroscope to like hold you stable. I don't know, man. It just and sounds then really dangerous. you get it all like, I don't know, decked out so it protects you from injuries and stuff. It'd you should great. never be allowed to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I need a hoverboard. Yeah, you, you could you could build sort of like a like a teardrop shaped um, structure around it to be more aerodynamic. Right, mm. so they're like like the pointy bits at the front, and, and yeah. Then, but you then know? you've got a whole fucking teardrop shaped thing around you, and you don't get to just stand and go anymore. Yeah, but also, like like if if you're gonna go on a highway, presumably you're going for a really long time. I want to be able to sit. You're not if going, I'm going to do for a really long time if you're going really really fast. But I, guys, I just unless you're going Sonic to like Quebec City, right? <laughs> That's true. Sonic the Hedgehog would be I, awesome. I would my. Honestly, I've thought about this. My ideal mode of transportation. Well, tell us then. Your ideal mode of transportation. Being a bird. Tesla. Tesla? Tesla Motors. Tesla is a car. Yes. So you just have a Tesla car. I just want to resurrect Nikola Tesla and ride him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I I liked Tesla more for his brain than for his body. Mm. But, you know, that's me. I wonder well, if he'd be able to carry me places, though. Probably not. Yeah. Mm, I mean, if the if all I mean, the, the internet rumors are right, then he could teleport you and stuff. The Polish are what? not known for being particularly strong. So, Ooh, wow, throw, that was racist. <laughs> yeah, jeez. You know, I have poles in my family, right? You know, I have a Polish pope Stripper in my poles? church line of popes. Do you? Yeah, yeah. John Paul II was Polish. Which one is he? He was the one before and the he, one before and now. He was, not very he was the one that you like were born with as the Pope, and you probably it was John just, Paul II. Wait, wait, wait. Like, Benedict if any, if anyone the sixteenth. If anyone referred to the Pope in the first like fifteen years of your life, it was that dude. How did the how did the Pope in between that dude and Frankie? How long was that guy in power? Like, not that two long. Years? Like like five six years. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know that "in power" is the right. Yeah, it's wording. A, it's power. In, no, it's not. He doesn't really have power. Yeah, he does. does he? He controls the whole Catholic Church. There's not, a lot of them. I mean, them. he doesn't, he doesn't control particularly it. control them, but he does have, you know, certain certain you know, like stuffs he can mm-hmm. do. You know? Yeah. He has a bulletproof van and a cool hat. What other powers do you need? Van. Actually, this this have one you has seen a, the, the, the Pope Mobile. It's way cooler than a van. What is it yeah. now? It's well, I mean, it's just but doesn't just, he drive like a Yaris? No, I mean he doesn't. But like, he actually rides one of those. <laughs> but like the Pope Mobile, what it looks like this like weird like glass contraption thing. It's like it kind of like, looks like it's a like bulletproof half golf cart. Yeah, it's like a half golf cart, half like cryo freeze chamber. It's kind of fun. Oh, right, because he can stand up in it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But can he be frozen until a time when we can resurrect his body? I go. mean, technically, if you want, like, yeah, anybody could. But, you know, I think if you're, the, if you're the Pope and you're that afraid of death, then something is out of place. <laughs> Did you guys hear about the, the big news that happened with Tesla Motors a couple weeks ago? Did they uh, go bankrupt? Did so, they find water on Mars? No. Did they to the moon? So... Um, Tesla Motors connect to the internet, um, and they do like software update every night. Okay, Whoa, just like my um, phone, just like your phone. 
And one day, a couple we- a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, I heard about this because Stephen Colbert has a Tesla. Stevie Colbert, and, and he was talking about it. And I'm, and I'm you know, I'm sure he was talking about it because it was kind of international news. But basically, overnight, all Teslas uh-huh. of a cer- of a certain model became self driving. Oh, fun! That's frightening. But they're really good <clears throat> at it. Okay, but like, isn't that kind of illegal? No. Like you, I thought, so I, I thought self-driving so the, cars would need like those cars haven't taken driving exams. No, no, no. Why are so, the, why can they drive on Quebec roads and I'm not allowed to drive on Quebec roads because they literally can't fail. So but that's they're, not, they're, you, they're illegal. That? They're, they're legal as long I as I can't fail if I say so. Quiet. They're legal. Ooh, as long you guys are both bad at improv <laughs> putting you on blat right now. What? You guys are talking not, over each other. It's we're bad. not doing improv right now. Shut up. <sighs> we're arguing. So, um, uh, is in the United States at least. I don't know about about Canada or even Quebec, but um, I know that in the United States, self driving cars are legal as long as there is a driver behind the wheel who has one hand on the wheel, just in case he doesn't need to, um, you know, control the wheel. But it's as long as he's uh, oh, we've got Tom's popping pills over here, mm-hmm. popping mm. mad pills like John Ralphio. That scene of me and a fam. So, so as long as there's a driver who has one hand on the wheel. Uh, it's it's totally legal. And oh, okay. Yeah. So as in the in the United States, that's how I understand it. I would imagine it's probably similar here. Hmm, if, possibly. Yeah. Okay. So I hate when things are different in Canada and the U.S. Yeah, know? like I can like the drinking age. Like I can work in Canada and I can't work in the U.S. That yeah, and sense, also though. YouTube Red doesn't exist in Canada. Yet. Oh, really? Yeah. What oh. is YouTube Red? So good segue. YouTube Red <laughs> is uh, oh yeah. Uh, if you want to have control over what we talk about, like Patrick did just now, go to Patreon.com/slash/up for discussion and pledge. Uh, YouTube Red is uh, yeah. Uh, YouTube Red is YouTube's new premium subscription service where oh. for like ten bucks a month you basically get no ads on videos anymore. You get a bunch of premium content and you get the ability to like save videos to your computer to watch them offline. Right, so. and they're also launching a music app where basically it'll it'll like. It'll take the music from any YouTube video and just stream it the way like Spotify does or something. So it's like that too. Yeah. So I think that YouTube Red was the wrong name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because it immediately brings to mind RedTube. Yes. Which is a site that, <laughs> that I've never true. visited. No, nope, Not at all. Never been on it. But uh, it does some bad things. That's, tr- wow. I, I didn't make that connection. Go me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, look at Tim over here being all holy and shit. That's okay. Um, I was, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop some, some awkward knowledge right now. I was trying, I was looking for a, a YouTube video by Red Velvet a little while ago, which are a Korean, a Korean K-pop band. And I accidentally, also a kind of cake. I accidentally just typed Red Tube into the search bar. And oh. I, it. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that's unfortunate. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, the other thing is that, I don't know, I want, like, are they, are they, uh, like you know those red things that you, they used to do with parentheses? Yeah, that was that was um that was U2's thing. Like yeah, or, or Bono, like whatever. Bono's yeah, Bono's thing. thing. So like yeah. is Bono like cuz if you like YouTubered could be like a word. Right. And then if you just parentheses the red, it'd be like you have been YouTubered. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah, I don't know if that's what they were going for as and much as And then part like, of the proceeds go to, you know, kids or whatever. Mm. Some sort yeah. of charity. In if, this case, part only. of the proceeds go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So people on the internet kind of freaked out when this was announced because they were like, why do we need YouTube Red? YouTube is free. It should just keep being free. But like, it is going to keep being free. Yeah. 
And it now it just means that there's a new way that like yeah you can potentially which totally like, makes sense. Make, it is yeah it, it is like the growing new way to do like free streaming services right like Spotify like Apple Music like Hulu like Netflix like all those things. Did you just call it Hulu? Hulu. Okay. Yeah. How do you say it? Hulu. 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 It's it's definitely Hulu. That's how Alec Baldwin Hulu. pronounced it in the commercial. Hulio. Hulu. It's Julio, guys. Um, I have, I don't know, as a YouTube creator, I have a couple thoughts about YouTube Red, I think. Please go, go for it. Um, the, like, I, th- I think it's true that, like, by and large, YouTube Red will, will give people like me more money than people just watching ads. Like, far and away. There's no way that anyone's going to watch enough YouTube in a month to actually, you know, supply $10 of ad revenue to, like, YouTube and content creators and stuff. So, like, in that respect, you know, my revenue will go up. I'm a little worried about people like deciding not to to go on Patreon anymore because mm. of this. Right. Because if you if you're already giving 10 bucks a month to YouTube to YouTube Red, then you sort of get the impression like okay, I'm covered, like I've I've done everything I need to do for this. And then like if that person's watching 100 people, then maybe they give, you know, I get like 10 cents from them as opposed to maybe a dollar before. Right. Um, so that's like that's something that I don't really know how that's gonna go. Okay, so um, um, how, I'm not finished. But, uh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. How how does the how, how does like YouTube Red work to pay the users or so, to, sorry to to pay the the, the content creators? So it pays attention to like so. Let's say I got YouTube Red for myself, which I can't because I'm a Canadian. But if I lived in the states and I you know paid the ten bucks a month, they would then be paying attention to who I'm watching. And they would split it up according to, I guess, how many minutes oh, or whatever. I, I think watch it's watch time. Yeah, yeah, I think it's watch time. Yeah. So it would it would essentially work the same way that the ads work now, except with no ads. And instead, it would be like my ten bucks a month goes like, I don't know, probably like fifty percent toward the game grumps, and right. then like fifty percent toward SourceFed, and some mm. like smaller percentages toward other people. Yeah. The, the other the other thing that bothers me about the watch time model, I guess is that it kind of screws over those like like it's it's another thing that's really going to benefit people like gaming channels and stuff mm-hmm. that like pump can pump out long videos f- quickly or the weird meninist guy who guys who make like like 17 minute videos where they just rant about why rape should be made legal or something yeah so like if if you if you watch like an hour there of are game actually grumps, people like that they're weird like if you watch an hour of game grumps and then you watch one of my videos like i'll make like five cents from you right right so that's i don't know but the, the the other thing that that they're but doing like, right I'm, is I'm, that they've got some like premium content that they're going to be doing yeah. right um, with like sort of the big YouTube creators where they're going to get a larger budget mm-hmm. and then but it'll only be available to YouTube Red subscribers and that that I'm really of two minds about because on the one hand that's really cool and I want to see like you know my favorite YouTubers being able to like have actual budgets and make good stuff on the other hand I'm afraid that it's going to make this sort of model where you only do stuff for regular YouTube until you get to a certain stage, mm-hmm. and then once and then once you're so you've sort of made it, you cross over into YouTube Red and you start making mostly premium content, and then like we lose those people because the truth is that if you're making stuff for YouTube Red exclusively, you're gonna be making less stuff for YouTube. Like there's only a certain amount of time. You oh, have so in your YouTube life. Red is like a fully different <clears throat> service. Well, no, YouTube Red is it's all of YouTube, but there's gonna be some like premium content with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I see your point, and I, I think there's also this sort of idea of, like, while it is really cool to see this premium content getting made, uh, it's not necessarily actually good for smaller creators, right? Right. And, like, 
it I don't know. It, it's interesting because it kind of makes it feel less like a community thing if there's suddenly members of the community who are almost a higher status than others. Because yeah. if you buy into YouTube Red, like suddenly you are, uh, you're. I mean, you're just you're paying for something that is normally free. That kind of gives you an air of superiority. It makes you slightly more significant to the community, and it kind of just creates this caste system where there's the red people and the non-red people. Mm. And like, I'm I don't like, know. I think. Um, like the, these are all really, really valid concerns and th- and things that you know I, I completely agree with you guys. I think, um, I trust that YouTube knows what they're doing, <clears throat> and I, I, you know, YouTube knows this. YouTube knows the way, like the way the communities have have been built, and like you know they, I, I feel like their algorithm for how much money you get probably takes into account that some people make. 38 minute videos and other people make like the vlog brothers make videos that are no more than four minutes. Yeah. Right. And like, I know that they know that. And you know, I, and truth is like YouTube red is new. And like, as far as I can tell, we don't know a whole lot about it. And I know that like when Facebook released that it was um, working on a dislike button, a lot of people just like lashed out on it without actually knowing anything about it. And I heard, you know, I read a couple articles about it, heard an interview with one of the, uh, one of the uh, the engineers at Facebook, and they were saying that like, no, it's not. It's not like a like a upvote downvote. It's like a way to express a different emotion than just enjoying, right? Like if I post a status about how my cat died, and people like it, people feel weird about liking that, and right. Facebook knows that. Yeah. So Facebook isn't saying a dislike. They're just trying to find an, another way to express that kind of sympathy. Um, and and so like I I'm I'm wondering if perhaps like at, at what extent does YouTube n- know the things that you guys are talking about and are trying to keep that from happening. I'm sure they do. And I'm, I'm sure they've thought about a lot of these things. And, you know, I, I don't I don't really know. Like YouTube doesn't have a great track record for like really caring about the content creators. Like they know that they need them. But at the same time, if it's sort of a little less good and more money, they're probably going to take more money. Mm-hmm. Right. I wonder. Hmm. I wonder how like. YouTube piracy has never been a thing before. Yeah. But I wonder how YouTube will respond to it once their premium content starts showing up on pirate sites. Yeah. Well, hmm. that's the thing. Like, it, Or even just like non-YouTube red channels. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, well, that's the thing is that like this idea of like creating paid content, it's sort of, it's just another way for people who want to pay for things to be able to. Because at the end of the day, like everything is going to get pirated one way or another. True. Everyone like, yeah, the hotline bling music video was only available on like Apple Music or whatever. But I still saw that shit within like a day because someone else had ripped it and uploaded it somewhere. Like, but wasn't it like, couldn't you freely see it? on like from apple music maybe too? but i definitely didn't watch it through apple music <laughs> <laughs> like whether i could have seen it freely or not is, neither you know. did i i definitely saw it on youtube yeah that's it it's like things things get made that you're supposed to pay for and then someone pirates them and puts them out there people are going to continue to pirate things people are going to continue to watch regular youtube with yeah. ad block on which you shouldn't do because that makes you an asshole but people are going to keep doing it and it's unless like, you support you know, people on patreon then whatever go for block. it you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, people are yeah. going to pirate things whether... You I know, might I might just turn off that block for YouTube because I mean, it bothers me for It's up to things. you, honestly. Yeah. But like, yeah, like it's, you know, people are going to find ways to not have to pay for things if they don't want to pay for things. But to make a service where you can pay for things, I think it's fine, but it's not necessarily... I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how it helps. Yeah, I don't... It's not the death of YouTube or anything, no. right? It's just, it's going to... 
shift certain things up and down in one way or another. And inevitably some people are going to like, it's going to make some people yeah. and it's going to break some people. And so, I would, yeah. I would imagine that like a lot of the, the content creators that, that I follow really, really care about the community. And you know, I don't like, I don't think the vlog brothers would be like, Hey, well we're going to switch over to YouTube red and stop doing things for YouTube. You know, yeah. I don't think they would do that. No, I, I, but like, they, they have this unique ability to just keep doing more things. It seems. Yeah. yeah. And and like like the the majority of their income comes from just the variety and the number of channels that they make. Mm-hmm. Mm. As opposed to, you know, relying on their millions of viewers. Speaking of Vlogbrothers, I applied for their uh like funding thing, eh? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Cuz they they're doing this thing where like half of their money goes to YouTube creators that they mm-hmm. like. Cool. So I was like, "Yo guys, give me some muns." Mhm. I don't know if it'll go anywhere. I'm sure like every good YouTuber is applying to their funding thing. So well, yeah, but like, like Hank also like personally has seen and enjoy and like publicly said that he enjoys the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I'm hopeful. And, and also, I also like, put I don't the, think I don't think they're gonna give it to anyone who's like really really huge. Like mm, they because yeah. you're like you're they wouldn't give it to PewDiePie. You're like bigish, but you're not huge. I'm big enough to be known and small enough to need the funding, <laughs> need my rent money. Yeah. and they're usually pretty good about that kind of thing. Like, yeah. I, I highly doubt they yeah. would give it to like, I don't know, like you. even the minute physics guy. Like, oh, he's doing fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, they're not going to give it to Henry. They're going to, you know, they're more likely to give it to you. Yeah, but they might give it to someone else entirely. When oh, you yeah. said Henry, my first thought was. John Green's son. They might give it to him. I don't know if he's planning Henry on making College videos anytime soon. He, yeah. he, he might already be a content creator on YouTube. Just it's true. How, okay, strap a GoPro on a baby, just let him loose. Just, Man. You know? 24-hour cool live stream. How could that be? Did I ever tell you about could, my baby podcast idea? Oh, Whoa. shoot. Uh, we got another Go podcast it. idea? Okay. So w- I was talking to your sister we need a about jingle. this. Like, Tim, make a jingle. Yeah, nah, quick That was the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's, that is I real baby right there. I immediately regret my decision. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to your sister about this a while ago. Uh, this idea of like, what if we just like put some babies in a room? Don't lean back too far. You're going to pull on the headphones. Uh, what if we just put some babies in a room with some microphones hanging over them and then just let them hang out and talk to each other for like an hour a week? Hmm. <laughs> there would be long periods of silence. Definitely. Potentially. But you'd have to get them like in the right mood. You'd have to like, mm-hmm. I don't know put on some Lionel Richie or something. You'd have to give the them like to a place where they want to talk mm-hmm. and then like put them in a room, turn on the mics and just leave and let them do their thing. Yeah. Probably work best with like lapel mics. Maybe because mm-hmm. they, you can't really have a baby staying on a microphone. It's just, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. No, no, you you no, can no. have like boom okay. operators hanging out in the room with them. No, like, you just, a boom you, you just them. put a couple like, like sensitive mics in the corners of the room and you just like, like pointing toward the general middle area and then you just leave. Yeah, because like and you like, hire a guy named lapel. Sensitive Mike to just chill out and watch the babies. <laughs> we invite and you Mike know Carosa. he'll be safe because he's a really sensitive guy. He's got sensitive kids. tattooed on his bicep. <laughs> but oh. I like lapels. Mike will get drooled on. Bit yeah. they'll get like rubbed up on things and broken and True. puked on. Yeah. And Babies will will wreck the shit out of your mics if they can yes. reach them. So but, does the podcast just last until the first baby breaks down into full on like wailing? No, no, it's like it's an hour every time. Doesn't matter if they start crying. We record <laughs> it and then we put it out there as something for babies to listen to. Oh, interesting. so like parents can put it on in a room with their kid and their kid can feel like they're interacting with other babies just because they're hearing other babies. In that case, you really have to edit out the wailing because this is not going to go well. <laughs> no, no, you leave your kid alone in the room while while they're listening to it as well. You don't deal with them. Wow. And then just whatever those babies are experiencing, it could be outrage and terror. Your baby will also experience that thing. Yeah. Okay. I, mm. 
I'm trying to think of this from like a like a neuroscience point of view. It would be a terrible thing. No, I think it would be <laughs> awful because babies need to hear the language that they will be speaking when they're older. No, they need to be feral. They need to choose their own language and not be controlled and decide what language is good for your baby. Let them figure out their own language. That's literally how pharaohs. every language has been in, has been developed. True. Mm. But I think it would probably take a while. Like if you just didn't give your baby a language, it's not like they're going to make one up. There's there's actually this really great Radio Lab uh, episode about um, a community, I think I think in Argentina, um, anyway, in South America, of um, deaf people and deaf kids who were put in a school mm-hmm. together. But they didn't have like a proper program. Like no one had a sign language for them. Yeah. But they like, so these kids grew up together and would go to school together and didn't hear anything and started developing their own, uh, their, their own sign language. Huh. And then, you know, the kids like would continue at school and new kids would come in and learn this language. And then kids would, you know, like graduate and move on in, in the world and do other things. And then like something like 40 years later, they brought the, that first batch of kids back into the in, into this class and they couldn't understand each other right yeah because the language had evolved so much and become a lot more precise like the first kids would do a lot of like more full body and much more literal whereas like the the newer kids were like uh you know had a little more precise uh had a much wider variety of of um of vocabulary and they, they did this one test which i think is one of the most fascinating to me which is that they showed this this like silent film to um, both sets of like to the young kids and to the first kids and I, I, they're adults now, but um, the old <laughs> to, to the old kids. Um, and it was this, this film of this like little boy who's playing in a train and he goes and puts uh, like he's, when he's finished, gets up, puts his train in, in the toy box and then goes to his brother, points the, to the toy boxes, wags his finger to say like, like don't play with it and then leaves. And then the little brother goes in, take, you know, opens the toy box, takes the train out, plays with it, sees the, the little brother, um, like arriving hides it under the bed and then leaves and the question is where is the where is the older brother going to pick up you know going to go get the 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 train okay and the, the young kid said well obviously in the toy box cuz that's where he left it but the older kids would say well under the bed what and they they couldn't understand hmm. that like they couldn't put themselves in his shoes. That's a fucked up experiment. Like they basically just like decided that all of those deaf kids were never going to be able to communicate properly. No, with no, anyone. no, 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 no. No, it was just, it. It was just so, that when they grew up, they didn't have any access to like anybody teaching them stuff. Yeah, so they, they didn't have any access themselves. to anybody teaching them stuff. And, and but also like one th- one thing was that uh, they had a very limited vocabulary and they didn't have any words for thoughts or for ideas or for emotions or like they would have for some emotions like anger and that kind of thing. But it'd be more like violence and that kind of thing. Um, and then what happened was that they like introduced proper sign language and sort of tried to, I mean, not proper sign, like some, some sort of sign language. Um, and as as the, the like the young kids got older and started hanging out with the older kids, the the first older older kids, their sign language started to change. And when they showed them that video again, then they understood. That's, so wow, isn't that because, that's like that's like a really standard actually experiment that people do like with yeah. that kind of video. It's it's to see whether someone has like has developed a theory of mind, they yeah. call it. Um, so whether yeah. whether they can tell how someone else thinks as, mm-hmm. and whether they can tell what someone else knows and what they don't know. And yeah. that's like a classic thing that yeah. they do. And but and <clears throat> usually by usually with kids, it develops like I think within the first three years. I'm not sure when exactly, but it's like within the first three years that there's this sort of switch. But 
yeah, that's I I didn't realize that like language was so instrumental to developing weird? a theory of isn't mind. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Tom's hmm. got a pensive look. Babies are weird. Babies are weird. Baby. Hmm. Tim. Yeah. yeah. What you got for us? We got um, like twenty minutes left. So. Oh. Um. I. I, I, get to, uh, I got a. I, I was gonna do a one thing. Okay. Let's that do requires the one thing. your participation, you two, if you're down. Let's do the one thing. Um. So I wrote a, a, a parody of Hotline Bling, which is the new the new rage song that's all the rage, and I'm st- still sort of figuring out whether I'm gonna turn it into a video or not because I don't know if really it's really if it's good. So maybe after we talk about it, or after I do it, you guys can, uh, you know, critique it and tell me if it's worth making a video. But regardless, you heard it here first. Um, Tim Blay's version of Hotline Bling from the point of view of a math tutor. Simon, you want to drop a beat? Wait, slow it down a bit. There we go. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my help. Call me on my cell phone. Late night studying for Cal. And I know when that hotline bling, hotline bling, that mean you need tutoring. And I know when that hotline bling, hotline bling, that mean you need tutoring. Ever since you graduated, you started reading papers for yourself now. Nothing left to learn, and I feel left out. Girl, your lack of stress has got me stressed out. Cause ever since you graduated, you started caring less about your term score. Classes and exams ain't what you live for. Girl, you got a life I never studied for. You used to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my help Say man I got this final I need to get a B or else And I know when that hotline bling Hotline bling That mean you need tutoring And I know when that hotline bling Hotline bling That mean you need tutoring Ever since you graduated you, you, you You don't call me up to prattle on about that bio prof who did you wrong Made the final seven hour long Cause ever since you graduated you You got in what you went to class for Living all the dreams I helped you pass for Girl you got a life I never studied for You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my help Say I don't get this question Get me through this midterm hell And I know when that hotline bling That mean you need tutoring And I know when that hotline bling That mean you need tutoring These days all I do is wonder If you're giving all your class notes to someone else Wonder if you're telling all my math jokes to someone else Explaining how I taught you Fourier transforms to someone else You don't need no one else, you don't need nobody else, no And I'm forever alone, why'd I teach you how to code? Taught you every trick I know, when exams came you was in the zone Now you don't need my help, now you have someone else You used to call me on my cell phone 
Late night when you need my help Say please, I say you're welcome Econ chemistry, your cow And I know when that hotline bling Hotline bling That mean you need tutoring And I know when that hotline bling Hotline bling That mean you need tutoring Ever since you graduated say that was pretty good well i think you guys get a, did a good job <laughs> <laughs> man oh. high five over I've, there that was, uh, uh, i've some never solid, actually really uh, beatboxed that was I'm, some solid uh, accompaniment that you had <laughs> anyways it's i don't know to play a ukulele up to a I, microphone i think i think for someone who doesn't beatbox and has never heard that song before you never heard that song uh no. All right. Well, I've seen I've seen all the memes. You've seen the memes and you haven't actually watched the watched the video. I I watched about a minute of the music video and I got bored. I see. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like the most exciting of songs. I mean, I wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um if I Tom, if I want to make that video, can I borrow your Drake sweater? Yeah, but only if you let me be one of the big booty girls in the well, background. Well, if you guys want if you want to be a booty girl, just, you know, shoot yourself in front of a, your green screen being a booty girl and send me the footage and I'll put it in. Okay, I'll do cool. it. All right, yeah, sweet. You, you can borrow my, my you, drink sweater. You have to wear a one-piece swimsuit, though. Fine. No, you don't have to. You can do wear you, whatever. Do you also want in my... In fact, like, just wear your normal work clothes. That'll be fine. <laughs> do, you, do you also want my, my With My Woes t-shirt? Um, Sure. Because <laughs> you got to be in multiple outfits for that, right? I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't think I have the time to do it complicatedly. So I might, it might be like very few takes. That's fair. But maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do like, I don't know. I Like, I don't want it to be a big editing project because I want, I've got a whole bunch of other things I'm trying well, to get off the ground. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And this is just a thing where I'm like, I have this idea. I should probably put it out because whatever, maybe viral or something. It'll be like all about that bass. It'll be bad, but maybe people still like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you going to dance exactly like him or are you going to do your own bad dance? I don't know how to dance. So do you, do you want me to do it? I would love to. Can um, I do it? No. I love. I mean, like, you could also be a booty girl. That would be fun. But I like dance. Do you want to shoot some booty girl stuff in front of my? Wow. Hey, do you want to <laughs> hang out with me in my apartment and shoot some booty girl stuff in my private oh, studio? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and if you ladies at home want to be booty girls in Tim Blaze next video, yeah. go to Patreon.com/slash up for discussion <laughs> and donate ten dollars or more. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man. That is that is for real. If you uh if you donate ten dollars or more to pay to upfor slash up for discussion within the next um forty eight hours after we upload this video Whoa. and then you send me footage of you being a booty girl, I will put it in that video. In front of a green screen. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean in front of a like just any monochrome I can probably work with. Cool. Yeah. Why can't why can't I dance? Because it's Why can't I wear a weird sweater and dance? Because I'm Drake, man. Well, I'm Drake. 
You can't be Drake too. Okay. There's not two Drakes. You're you're gonna have to shave your head and put that weird swipe. Oh the my weird, goodness! Like curl. Can we shave? I'm your head not. Like I'm not willing to suffer that enough weird for that. Weird reverse curl. In I, your, I'm uh, really, really not. <clears throat> this uh, is this okay. is not a project okay. that wait, I'm wait, really no, no, excited no, no, about. No, 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 no. Right now. What? Go to up for go to patreoncom up for discussion. If you donate a hundred dollars. Tim will do it. No, no, no. If you go to patreon.com slash acapella science and donate $100, okay, that's then maybe that's I will fair. shave my head. Okay. Donate $100. Or but, no, you know, you know what? If but you not re- real if, short, like Drake short. Yeah, if yeah. you receive $100. Hmm? So it, it can either be so one like person. in the mail? It neither needs to be $100, oh. one person $100, or like five people $20. Or ten people ten dollars. I'm yeah. I mean, it's gonna have to be like if five the, people twenty dollars in the next week. No, forty eight hours. Forty eight. If in the next forty eight hours, hours you receive you, you receive a hundred dollars from your Patreon, you need to do it. Okay, fine. I mean, it's gonna have to be a few people with large Verbal sums of money. Verbal contract. Just because there's not that many people who listen to this. Done. Yeah. Well, that's y'all's fault for not sharing more. I'm sharing yeah. this one, man. It's got my my debut of a new song. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You heard it here. First. You heard and, it here first. And then maybe you heard it later on the internet, and then it became viral, and then you could tell your friends, oh, I knew that guy when he was small. Man, I knew him when. But bitch, where were you when I was walking? What? I was walking as well. Cool. Just beside you. Really? Yeah. Like just were now. you the other set of footprints in the sand? <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> that time when there was only one set of footprints, though, that was when we both took off to yeah. go chill, and then Jesus just walked by himself. That, that was that time where you both held the other person's leg and were each like were each the other foot, right? Why are there three feet in the sand? <laughs> oh, that was where I dragged you for a while. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love that footprint story and all the memes it has inspired. It's the greatest thing. Man. The sand people won. Pretty good. The, like, what's like the best? Sit- what's the best footprint you've ever seen? Welcome what? to the latest segment of our show. What's your favorite footprint? Um, I mean, I've like, like, snake print. like IRL. <clears throat> yeah. Like one you've seen. I've seen a snake print. No, they, but they don't have feet. Simon. No, but no, but like, like they, they leave a trace. They leave a trail and I've seen that snake trail. Hmm. Yeah. That's kind of fun. That, that yeah. I would do. I would accept that. Side in Arizona at the Grand Canyon. Ooh, the Grand Canyon. Le Grand I mean, Canyon. cause like, I feel like the best, the greatest footprint of all time is that one on the moon. Like it's going to be kind of hard to beat That's that. True. Is there a footprint on the moon? Yeah, of course there's footprints on Until the moon. Until there's a footprint uh, on Mars. There's dust on the moon. <coughs> and footprint it's like is on the moon? Neil Armstrong and everybody else. Oh, right. Those guys that went to the moon or went to Stanley Kubrick's studio and shot a bunch of moon footage anyways. Hmm. But those footprints are like perfectly preserved, right? Because there's no like wind on the moon or anything or like dust fall or whatever. So like those those footprints are as crisp as they were in 1969. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. What about you? Favorite footprint? Favorite footprint. Um, gee. Uh, you know. That's all the time we've got for today, you guys. Thanks so much wow. for listening. I to just it. I just want to say, I, I, while you guys were talking, I got bored and started checking my phone and checking my emails. Mm-hmm. And there was one email from, uh, so I work for the Anglican Diocese of Montreal. And Shout out one time. I, am, I, I receive emails from the clergy list in case there's something interesting to be posted on social media and or the website. And there was one where the, t- the, the subject line, it was from this one clergy woman and the, sub- the subject line was just asbestos <laughs> um just post that on the, the <laughs> anglican diocese twitter just asbestos asbestos just see how many people freak out over it 
I I haven't read it. Leave it entirely to the imagination. How scared are you of this email now? Not very. Because like, what if you open it up and just asbestos flies out of your phone and hits you in the face? Whoosh! What are your thoughts on asbestos? Let us know in the comments. I'm opposed to it. I like the town. I don't know about the substance. There's a town. I've never been asbestos? to asbestos. Yeah, town. there's a, in in Quebec because like the the disease is named after the town. Well, no, the, the yeah the disease. You mean the mineral? <laughs> Whatever. Okay. That one. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's toxic for you, and when you have it, you have asbestos. Yeah, asbestos n- disease. Is it is the mineral named after the? T- I thought the town was named after the mineral. But Taylor, uh, let us know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it was this town like they produced like eighty percent of the world's asbestos for a while in like this place in the eastern townships, <laughs> and then a lot of them died. Wow. Yeah. Fun times. What did Montreal ever create? And I don't know, some shitty band. Yeah. Arcade Fire, some nonsense. Yeah. Simple Plan. Our Simple Plan from Montreal? Yeah. Great. Yeah, now you've got that on your conscience. What's their one big song? I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. That's their one big song? Yeah. Didn't they do that Untitled song too? Oh, yeah, but that's not like their best song. That's That's not their most well-known song. Isn't it? No. Whoa. It was just well known in our friend group because we like to life. we like to ironically say sing it. Yeah, fair How enough. Could this happen to me? Exactly you're, what you're I singing. think every time Simon sings. Yeah, Simon's singing level is like just it's it's approximately John Green, which is like it's not it's not awful. No, no, it's no, just, no. Simon is John a little Green. better than John Green. He is a little better than John Green. John Green is I good just, when he's not super hoarse. So the no. the I I would say the the thing about my singing voice is that. I like if I'm not like if I don't know what key I should start in, I will not be on the right one, mm. nor for me, nor for the song. But if I if I have a key to start in, then I'll, I can follow it really well. I used to be really good at singing that song before my voice changed, but not so much anymore. Huh. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, I did, I did that one on purpose just for the record. Thanks so much for did. listening to our podcast this yeah. week. If you like the show, make sure to go on iTunes and put a comment and a review in this thing make sure to go to the soundcloud and also follow us on the twitter at ad down with talking at know the other simon at acapella science at tom's a lot and i if you want i'm gonna translate that into real person wait till i'm done then i mean wait you want to support the show go over to discussion.com slash patreon and give us a five dollar a month ten dollar a month twenty dollar a month thirty dollar a month forty dollar a month fifty dollar a month maybe even a hundred dollar a month if you feel so inclined as to help the show guys currently we have one patron on patreon his name is patrick he's supporting us for five dollars a month he He's funding about half of our proceeds for the show. He's the only one who's Are you able doing to. an auction. He's very, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going on Patrick to help us out. Up, guys. It's Me. either ho- auction or horse race. I'm not sure. It's somewhere <laughs> in between. Well, <laughs> generally, Patrick is coming around the track. He's going real fast, but he's only about halfway to supporting our full monthly cost. So if you want to donate $5 a month to our patreon.com pub for discussion, you can head over to patreon.com for discussion. And the horse wins the race. <laughs> Did you want to translate that or? No.